Oh, hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Educational. Oh, learn a new trick? Yeah, the trick to a happy, fulfilling life, maybe. I learned that mountain air unleashes my inner peace. And rip and pow while the whole crew's all, you induces spontaneous joy. Okay, uh, that's nice. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. All right. Well, good evening. My name is Willie Lawson. This is the Take Home Edition. Fightback Media. Fightbackmedia.com. I trust that you are well today. It is Monday evening, uh, a uh, Columbus Day evening. I know Columbus Day is is on the uh, but you know what? It's Columbus Day. And no, I did not have the day off. And yes, I worked. I'm coming home from work now. No, I didn't go to a parade. No, I didn't go to a protest. No, I didn't. Had to go by the doctor's office, pick up a, a, a referral, um, because it's a lot more difficult now than it used to be uh, after the Affordable Care Act. But when went and did that, went back home, had some lunch, tried to take a half-hour nap, and then I went to work. That's my life today. No parade, no protest. It's Columbus Day. Big friggin' whoop. To be honest now, Columbus Day has really never been that big a day in you know what, where I live in the South, it just hasn't been that big a day. Uh, and a lot of people in the South, especially in Florida, people who are from Florida don't know what the big deal is. It's Columbus Day. Columbus discovered America. Yay. Kind of, sort of. Except Lee Ferrisman was here first. La, 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 la. I mean, from, um, from that part of the world. So it's been pretty, it, it, Columbus Day is pretty much an eh kind of day for us. I never remember a day in school as a student and as an instructor where I had Columbus Day off. I think last year they did, and and this year um, they didn't. I'm not really all that sure why. I'm fine. That's just a fire truck going across the intersection, headed away from me. I'm fine. Relax. I'm not getting stopped by the police. Just want to let you know I'm good. So I, you know, I, I wonder. Um, but I work today, no big deal. But I've been thinking. Oh, here comes another fire truck. Heading by, it's a ladder truck. Headed behind the other truck that just passed me, which was a, a pumper truck, I think. And this is a hook and ladder truck. Eh, well, hope everybody's okay. Hope it was a, I almost hope it was a false alarm or maybe it was just something that was that they thought was going to be bad but really isn't bad anyway I hope all right um something I've been thinking about for a while uh, and I've been thinking about it and I've been thinking out loud about it why don't the Democrats just take the L in this this time around. Things were actually going pretty good 
it was, I mean, it's hard to, you know, you have to take a political stance to say that things weren't going well for an awful lot of people. For everybody, no, but things are never going to go well for everybody. You can never put together any system that things go well for everybody in every single situation. That's just not, it's just not reasonable. It's ridiculous. But generally speaking, things were going pretty well. They just were. I'm going to turn this up just, just a little bit. There you go. And um, so, I, again, am not sure why the uh, the Democrats, just in, in, especially in Congress, couldn't decide to do this. They, sh- they could have decided just to start working with the president and in that, start taking a little credit for it. Right? Knowing that in 2020, they were going to take the L. So they could regroup, they could reorganize, they could get it back together, they could start working in communities again, and they could reinvent themselves a little bit. But that's not what they did. They chose to take the rebel um, approach. And whatever Trump said, if, if Trump said it was black, they said it was white. If he said it was up, they say it's down. If he says it's left, they say it's right. They took the approach of a, a toddler. That's what they chose to do. And I, you know what, on the surface, I just, I don't understand why they decided to do that. When it just wasn't necessary. They could have just folded up the tents this time, taken the L, and been done with it. It is, my opinion in the left, especially the Democrat Party, the, the National De- Democrat Party, they had a whole, they had four years, and they spent that four years trying to get rid of Trump, trying to undo the will of the American public. Trump won the election using Electoral College, like everybody has since the invention of the Electoral College, since Jump. And they just had, and they should have just acquiesced. It's 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 unfortunate that in 2016 Trump gets asked whether he's going to accept the results of the election, and says we'll have to see. And boy, media and the left, academics just went freaking bananas, absolutely bananas. But when Hillary Clinton tells Joe Biden no matter what never concede because she didn't media is silent and they are concentrating on will there if Trump Trump loses will there be a peaceful transfer of power well Trump doesn't Trump doesn't plan to lose. He said, I don't plan to lose. So I'm not, you know, it'll be, you know, frankly, it'll be whatever it is, but I don't plan on losing. Uh, 
I just don't understand. I don't what 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 are Democrats afraid of? So afraid that they do not under any circumstances want Donald Trump to be president of the United States for the next four years. We heard all of the dire predictions that if Donald Trump became president, what happened? We heard that there would be a, a, a market crash unlike anything that we've seen since the Great Depression, possibly worse. Well, guess what happened? The exact opposite. Barack Obama said there's no way that you can get manufacturing back here in the United States. There's no way we're going to have GDPs over 1% ever again. That will not be our new normal. Well, I'll be damned. Guess what? GDPs, um, two and a half, three percent. You know, he, he made fun of Trump saying, "Does he have a magic wand, or uh, how is he going to do that?" Well, however, it got done. It freaking got done. It got done. And you have to admit that it got done. You have to admit that uh, black unemployment down to some of the lowest levels in freaking history ever. And that, you, you just have to admit, is remarkable. Whether you like Trump or not, let me give you an example in my own my own life. I've not been a fan of Tom Brady or the New England Patriots. Or Bill Belichick, really, but there isn't any way that I can deny their accomplishments. I don't have to be fans. I don't have to cheer for them. But there is no way that I can deny their accomplishments. You don't have to be a, uh, a supporter of the president, but there's no way that you can deny the accomplishments of this administration in the past four years. You cannot deny it. And every single solitary friggin' day, every day, more of the stuff that gets said that's deemed crazy, dangerous, outrageous becomes true. I don't know how the man does it. I don't know how he says one week after shaking off freaking COVID-19 in four days, not to be afraid, We need, and he's been saying the whole time, we need to open up our country, we need to open up our country, we need to open up our economy, we need to get our economy going again, going again right? That the world, the world Health Organization comes out this past weekend and says, y'all need to get back to normal. You're hurting poor people. You're hurting children. You're, uh, young people are bearing the brunt of this, and they shouldn't get back to normal. Kind of what Trump is saying all along. So, if Trump had the support of governors in this country, more governors other than Ron DeSantis, we'd be closer to herd, herd immunity than ever. And I, you know what, I proposed this a while ago that Florida may indeed reach that herd immunity faster than anybody else.
because for the most part, we're open for business. The only lockdowns, the only restrictions are local restrictions. Which which the president nor the governor decided to take control over. Still allowing local governments to do what local governments believe they have to do. So it's kind of funny that that Donald Trump was not Hitler enough for some of the people who call him Hitler. Just take the L. Just fold the tents. Find some candidates. Find some tents. Find some senatorial candidates that aren't crazy. Find some uh, some candidates that may be able to challenge some of the uh, the Republicans in the House, and then in you got four years. See if you can find a candidate that can capture the imagination of the American public and win the White House. Do your damn job. Take back your party from the radical left, from the rebel left. Take back your party from Antifa. Take your party back from the squad. Take your party back from the Democratic Socialist. My advice to Republicans is really become the party of Lincoln again. Really become that. Know what that is. Figure out what the hell that is. And then become that party again. My advice to Democrats, become the party of JFK again. Figure out what that is and try to become that again. It worked really well for Democrats. But this Democrat, Socialist, slash Communist, Marxist crap that you're flirting with is going to be your undoing. And if you won't listen to reason, fine. Go away. Become irrelevant for the next 20 years. Fine. I, as a black man in America, will do much better with Republicans, sorry, with conservatives in charge of our government than Marxists. And I know that. I believe that. So, fine. Listen, if you're not going to take the L, if you're going to go ahead and push yourself into oblivion, nothing I can do to stop you. Are Democrats, are, are the, is the left worried about what may be exposed? There are ongoing investigations, lots of ongoing investigations, lots. That looks like that the deep state and others are about are about to be exposed. That the Clintons, people in the FBI, people you know, people in, in you know what in the, um, the State Departments, maybe even all the way back to Barack Obama, are about to be exposed for some treasonous crap. Is that why they're fighting so hard? 
Is that why they're lying so so much? Is that why Joe Biden's on the, on, on, on the stump talking about that the uh, the Republicans and Trump are already are already packing the court by just filling federal court positions left over by left open by his predecessor. Or were was there so much hubris that they really thought that they had this 2016 election all wrapped up and Hillary Clinton would would get to come in and fill these judges seats but oh holy holy moly moly mommy it was Donald Trump that showed up and and what we know unfortunately and it should not be the case but it is the case that filling these federal slots is extremely important not only for this administration but future administrations not only for this administration and future administrations and creating presidents for all sorts of other rulings it's crazy isn't it everybody else is playing checkers Donald Trump was playing four dimensional chess knowing how important it was to fill those judgeships, those federal judgeships. And I think they filled like 150 or something like that around the country. That's huge. It's massive. And like Barack Obama said, elections have consequences. And one of the consequences is that the president gets to nominate federal judges and Supreme Court justices. So when this this narrative that the American people are voting on a president right now and they should get some say in who who replaces Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the court. Well, they decided that in 2016, and he got inaugurated on June. Oh, excuse me, on January 20th, 2020. Excuse me, 2017. The American people said for the next four years until January 20th, 2021, Donald J. Trump may indeed nominate federal judges and Supreme Court justices, not just for the first three years but for the entire term. Now, I'm not stupid. I know that if the shoe was on the other foot, Republicans would be hopping up and down. I know. And they would be wrong. They'd be wrong. It'd be unfortunate, but they'd be wrong. And right now, I guess if you're a Democrat, it's unfortunate that somehow you couldn't um, get Ruth Bader Ginsburg and sort of hold her, carry her around like weekend at Bernie's until I don't know until 
until February. Until you find out what, the, and until you found out at least who was going to be elected president, you couldn't just drag her around until November fourth. You couldn't hide her death, and she just wouldn't live that long. Or it's unfortunate that she didn't retire while Barack Obama still had a chance to pick a justice with a Democrat Senate. That she wouldn't retire. If you're a Democrat, that's unfortunate for you. But what's happening now has happened 29 times in the past. This is not new. This is not some Trump thing. This is not some Trump um, agenda, not some, some Trump methodology. This has been done by American presidents for 29 times on both sides of the political aisle. Republican and Democrat. Well, this, I mean, they're just throwing everything they can against the wall. And most of it, all it is doing is, is resolving the steel of Trump supporters. And as that happens, what you're starting to see is more and more enthusiasm for the Trump campaign. More and more enthusiasm. And you can't deny it. And you can't just say it's all just redneck races. When you look at events held by uh, or, or back to blue events supported by Brandon, Ta- Brandon Tatum and Candace Owens in, in Washington, D.C. That's 95% black people who are pretty much 95, 99% voting for Donald Trump, who are Trump supporters as well. When you see that kind of, and you didn't see that kind of excitement the first time. You didn't. A lot of black people took a quiet, wait and see approach to, to, to the 2016 election. Well, a lot of those black people are not taking a wait and see approach and they're not quiet and they're out in the open and they're blacks for Trump and they and, and, and there are black Trump supporters who just don't give a rip about what their relatives say, what, what you know, what people in their community say. They believe that Donald Trump is the best thing for them and their families moving forward. And we haven't seen that kind of excitement. And you just don't see that kind of excitement for Joe Biden. What was the story? I think I heard today that there was a there was a um, a car rally for Biden in Miami, and something like fifteen cars showed up. Where Trump's been doing well, Trump supporters have been doing that kind of thing, and there have been hundreds, hundreds of vehicles. Car rallies, miles long. Miles long. Boat rally, 6.5 miles long. That damn near got into the Guinness World Book of Records and still might. And what's happening is these rallies, boat parades, uh, car rallies, are not being sponsored by the campaign. They're being sponsored 
by private citizens. Most of them are not even being sponsored by the local parties. It's just by individuals. We're saying, you know what? Time to get, time to make sure Trump gets elected. Let's take the boats out. And a bunch of people's friends uh, start taking the boat out. And a bunch of people, a bunch of other people found out about it. And before you know it, you got 2,000 damn boats going down a river somewhere. Decked out in Trump stuff. Some of the advertising was able to take place on Facebook. A lot of it is not because Facebook is, you know, what is on the side of Joe Biden and the left and the Democrats. And there isn't any question about that. But some of the information got out and these and these boat parades and these car, these car rallies, again, most of them not organized by the campaign, most of them not even organized by the Republican Party. You feel me? There, there is a an excitement for the Trump campaign that is di- that's different. It's another. It's a next level over the last time, even. Where I told y'all, I I I I, I drove in my car and told y'all this before. What I said to you then was, the number of ra- the numbers of, of people at rallies late in the campaign for Trump was going to tell the story. And that story is being told again. And people said, well, that happened happened to Romney too. But you know what? They, uh, it's not the same. That was not organic. This is organic. This is real. The left and the Democrats don't don't want you to believe it's real, but this is real. Absolutely real. So it's going to be interesting, folks, on Election Day. My advice, our advice uh, to you from um, fightbackmedia.com is to vote in person. It's to go on Election Day and vote in person. Don't trust the mail. Have we want so little in mail, you know what, mail in voting that no matter what they do, that it won't be enough to make the difference. You still have until November 3rd, you have about three weeks to plan a ride to a precinct. Unless you're in a state that only has mail in voting, good God, that bothers the crap out of me. But even if you do, go down to the uh, the clerk of the circuit court or wherever you can vote in, pu- vote in public and do that. Down to the county courthouse or wherever it is and vote in public. Vote in person. All right, we got to um, end this, in this, um, this short show. We appreciate you. Thank you ever so much for what you do and how you do it. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, Y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Peace.